I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Thursday edition Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we strive, as we do every single day, to bring sanity to an insane world. We have got a ton to track down for you, but off the top, interesting numbers coming out of Virginia. Glenn Youngkin pulled off the upset win in 2021. I want to talk with you about a poll coming out of Roanoke that suggests that Republicans may be able to make a run in Virginia if Glenn Youngkin were potentially on the ballot. We'll discuss what that might mean and the idea of expanding the sort of scope of potential states that could be in play, the battlefield, as it were, uh, outside of the Midwest and a couple of states in the, in the Southwest and then uh, maybe New Hampshire in the Northeast. But we'll discuss all that. Uh, I want to begin, and we should say, the Murdoch trial for all of you out there. And every time we talk about it, we get, at least I notice, deluged with people who are saying, thank you for talking about this. I'm obsessed with it. And simultaneously, I hate this story. Why would you even mention it? I don't care about a murder trial in South Carolina. So we appreciate both of you. Do you notice that, Buck? You're either all in on the Murdoch trial or you're like, this is the dumbest story ever. I don't even know why you'd mention it. So I will say that I, I wasn't fully in that category but kind of initially i'm like really like what what is this and so i read i read the headlines and i read a a couple of news stories you know the day that the trial broke and then i got deeper into it and now i'm somewhat fascinated by the whole thing you know now because you get to that second order of knowledge where all of a sudden you're like wait a second but what about when the Department of Public Safety decided to slow roll the search for, the, you know, there, there's all this stuff that you can start to sink your uh, sink your teeth into all these these controversies that come up. So that's where it is, you know, because it's five, five people, five dead individuals all attached to this family, which is insane. Closing arguments as we speak. They had drama earlier this morning because they had to remove a juror. 
and seat an alternate juror, which I believe means they're down to only one alternate juror member. Uh, so we'll see how long the debate goes, what might happen there. But this case could could go to jury by this afternoon, potentially. From what you've seen, high confidence. He's, I, I feel like it's almost almost impossible for the jury not to find him guilty, but it's a jury. It, I think he is guilty. I'm not 100% confident that they're going to get all of the jurors to unanimously agree on it. So if I were kind of setting the odds, I think most likely outcome is guilty. Second most like, uh, likely outcome is they can't persuade all of the jurors to agree, and so we get some form of uh, you know jury uh, disagreement so we don't have a, a verdict, mistrial of some sort or other. Uh, and uh, And I would be stunned if he's acquitted. If everybody agrees, oh, beyond a reasonable doubt, he did not commit uh, this murder, I would be very surprised by it. That's the only result that would surprise me at this point. Um, yesterday, Merrick Garland testified, and we played some of the cuts because he was lambasted pretty significantly uh, by many of the Republicans that were asking him questions. We didn't touch on this angle, which I did think was significant. In particular, he was asked about whether or not we could label the Mexican drug cartels, which are bringing so much fentanyl. Should I say fentanyl or fentanyl? Fentanyl. Fentanyl is the correct pronunciation, but I feel like everybody mispronounces it. So at some level, if everybody mispronounces it, do you just roll the way everybody else is talking? So I, I believe that if you throw the fentanyl at it, it's like Tylenol, which would be O-L, and it's yeah. Y-L. So I think you got to go fentanyl. So... This is, you know, I grew up in the South, so there's all sorts of towns that are mispronounced based on what they were named after, and sooner or later, you're just like, hey, we're going to pronounce it like everybody else does, but fentanyl, I'll try and get it correct. But, you know, it was uh, invented in 1959 by Dr. Paul Jansen, and Jansen Pharmaceutical created a whole range of phenomenal, uh, phenomenally effective drugs. Yeah. And so what I want to say before I play this cut from Merrick Garland and also the mom who was dealing with children uh her children that have uh, died in the unbelievable response callous in nature from joe biden i i we've said this on the show for some time but i think that many parents are still not aware and i would say if you're a grandparent you need to be aware your kids can die the very first time they use this drug and they may use this drug not even knowing that they are using the drug because it is being mixed in with all sorts of popular party drugs. So it's one thing out there, I understand. You might tell your kids, don't smoke weed, don't uh, use cocaine. Like You should obviously be saying all of that, and, and I do, I'm a dad. But there is a difference. Your kid is not going to die the first time that they smoke weed, okay? Uh, your kid might die the first time that they use fentanyl. And they might use fentanyl, Buck, and this is what's terrifying to me, having no idea that they're actually using fentanyl because it is laced in so many other drugs, like I said, many of which might be party drugs. You need to be on your kids about how dangerous this is. I remember speaking to, under the Trump administration, a senior DEA official about this. And just so so everyone fully understands, there's the reason for mixing this in is that fentanyl is... So easy to make. It's a three-step chemical process. It's so easy to make that it is effectively used as a booster, a cheap booster for whatever the drug is. You'll get more 
of a euphoric effect from it. And the reason that they started to uh, mix in or, or create, they would imprint these drugs, uh, these fentanyl pills, so they would look, and carfentanyl, by the way, so that they would look like pharmaceutical grade is because of the belief that that's going to give you a more pure high. So the addicts want the pharmaceutical grade stuff, which obviously the cartels aren't making. They have very little quality control, very little understanding. They don't care, obviously, what the, uh, all they want to do is sell this, this poison to people. And so they make it look like it comes from a U.S. big pharma company because the addicts think, oh, this is better stuff. But a kid, but a kid gets this and, and has no idea what he or she is, you know, kid, a, a young person gets this and they think, oh, I'm taking, uh, first of all, maybe they're taking the pharmaceutical, uh, opioid, but they may even be taking a Xanax. They may even be taking something that the pharma, I mean, that the, uh, cartels are making to look like pharma drugs. One, cause it's easier to move and sell to people, right? You're like, oh, it's, it's just, it's just Xanax. Don't worry about it. So it's so much more dangerous and such a bigger public health issue than anything else we have seen, just by the numbers. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. The people who are dying are young. We talk about it on this show, and I do think it's significant. Years of life lost. It's why if you go to a funeral for a kid, it feels so much worse than if you go to a funeral for somebody who's in their 80s. All of us naturally understand this. Um, And so this is terrifying. And I'm going to play... Uh, some cuts here uh, that I think, again, we're drastically under-discussing what ravages this is doing to our community. Yesterday, uh, Merrick Garland was testifying, and he was asked about designating designating Mexican drug cartels as terrorist organizations. Here's what he said. Mexican drug cartels, should they be designated foreign terrorist organizations under U.S. law? Yeah, I think it's the same answer I gave before. They are already uh, designated in any number of ways and sanctioned by the Treasury. Would you oppose some of us trying to make them foreign terrorist organizations? I wouldn't oppose it, but again, I want to point out their diplomatic concerns. We need the assistance of Mexico in this and designating is Mexico helping us effectively with our fentanyl? Problem? They are helping us, but they could do much more. There's no question about that. So we have a very simple reality that people, everyone needs to be aware of. We talk about this because I understand, and Trump has given voice to this as well. Let's treat the cartels like Al Qaeda. And when you yep. look at in aggregate numbers, they're killing more people in the, certainly more. in the United States than, than Al Qaeda was able to, even with mass casualty attacks and, and 9-11. But it's a very different problem set. Um, you, when you're talking about the Mexican drug cartels and combating them, what Merrick Garland says there is largely true. Let, let, let's sort of we play this out. Okay, we designate them as a as a foreign terrorist organization. Are we going to start sending Apache gunships into Mexican airspace? Just say sorry, we're we're going for it. What intelligence networks do we have on the ground that we think can actually penetrate the cartels as effectively as Mexican counterparts and the federal police? And then you have the perhaps even bigger problem of the cartels are probably all in more powerful than the Mexican government. So the more you push the Mexican government to go head to head with the cartels, the more likely the situation that you'll have in all something that will approximate a narco civil war going on inside of Mexico that will cause tens of thousands of people to lose their lives, mostly civilians. So it's a very challenging problem set, right? So the, the first step of designating them as a foreign, a foreign terrorist organization 
We think, oh, all right, well, now we'll have drones, and whoever's running the Sinaloa cartel, we'll just blow them up with a, with a predator drone. You're going to have to do that in Mexico. The Mexican government's not going to be happy about this. So there are challenges that come to bear right away with that designation that I'm, I, I have to see what they think the advantage would be from that designation versus all the treasury and other designations that already exist. The first step would be obviously securing the southern border, which is something we could actually control and continue not to do. But I want to play this, and then I want us to react to it when we come back, uh, because this is Joe Biden, who is discussing Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was referencing a mom of two. We're going to get her audio. She was just on Harris Faulkner, who has lost her kids to fentanyl. And uh, here is Joe Biden. I want you to listen carefully he laughs, laughs at the end of this discussion about this mother who has lost two kids. Listen. A little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few more. You're going to have a lot of Republicans running our way. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? <laughs> Oof. She was very specific. I shouldn't digress probably. But she, she, I've read... She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> Can we just cut like that audio one more time when we come back? We'll play it for you again. Joe Biden laughing. You heard him there about a mother of two losing her children to fentanyl. This is Joe Biden who claims to care so much about all the kids out there, who says you never get over the loss of a child, laughing at that mother who is trying to warn parents all over the country about the dangers of fentanyl and who just lost two of her own children to that drug. Joe Biden, laughing. I just don't think that Joe Biden is the person that the Democrats have pretended he is for a very long time, which is this very empathetic, cuddly, grandfatherly figure. I think he's got an empty soul, and he's a politician who comes from the Democrat machine who will say whatever he can say at any moment in time. And his whole I'm one of the folks act is just that. It's an act. I don't think he, I don't think he really cares. I think he's got more important people always in his mind than the working folks that he talks about. But we'll come back into this, Clay. I know we'll have the audio. We'll let the mother speak for herself and tell us what she thinks about the president's comments. You all know about how woke activists have seized control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with your money without our knowledge or consent. A few large investment firms, names you know that control trillions of dollars of your money, are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a progressive social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agenda, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back, and more are joining, letting those investment firms know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades and still are. Go to consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. That's consumersresearch.org. He's Buck Sexton. He's Clay Travis. Together, they're breathing sanity into an insane world.
As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. A little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Green and... A few more, you're going to have a lot of Republicans running our way. <laughs> so Biden laughing there. And this was when it was brought up that uh, a, a Marjorie Taylor Greene, a member of Congress, had said that Joe Biden is responsible or his policies are responsible for uh, the deaths of, of two young men. And here is the mother responding to the Biden response. Play it. It's 
what a horrible human being. How can he sit there and joke about it? You know, he thought he was with a room full of Democrats and, you know, he he's amongst friends and they can all yuck it up. Uh, what kind of a person does that? I mean, somebody asked me, oh, you know, did he just like misspeak? I'm like, this shows his heart. You don't have to think about what you say in a moment like this. And to me, it's like it shows this is why he just opened the border so wide. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. He's completely heartless. I, I think she's right. He doesn't care about this issue at all. And I think that that showed the tone deafness that people who are approaching this with open eyes and who are paying attention and being honest. Joe Biden's been a phony his entire adult life, Clay. He manipulates emotions and says whatever he has to say. He doesn't really care about people. He only really cares about Biden. So here is in particular why I think this is an awful look for Biden. One, you're mocking a mother who has lost two kids to uh, fentanyl, which came across the border, and she is speaking out. I have watched her speak to try to warn other parents about the danger that their kids and their grandkids are under. 100,000 people are dying a year of basically fentanyl, and most people are just totally not paying attention to it. So she is doing her best to draw attention to the danger. If Joe Biden were going to joke about anything, you would think he would be particularly sensitive, given how much he talks about his son Bo's death and how that impacts him, and also the fact that his other son is a drug addict in Hunter. You would think if he were going to be sympathetic to anyone at all in this country, Buck, it would be to a parent who lost two kids to a drug overdose, given that he recently lost a kid and his other son is a drug addict. Yet, in front of the Democrat audience, his natural reaction to that is just to laugh off her criticisms. The policies of the Democrats at the border. Uh, now, look, you can argue that people, when they talk about politicians, they say anyone's responsible. You know, is a politician responsible for the deaths that happen in a war zone? Depending on your view of that politician, you may or may not say, I, I know, the blood is on the hands of, you put it on the following politician, Right. Now, there is obviously a separation of individual agency from that act. No one's saying that politician actually killed anybody in a war zone. But if you apply that same logic to what's going on at our southern border, the Democrats are lying to the American people about what is happening. They are actively colluding with the human trafficking organizations, the cartels that are moving people across the border because they're lying to the American people about what's really happening here and there are a lot of people that are dying as a result. And Democrats view this as a price that we are we should be paying as a society. And that's just that's just a an honest view of what is happening. And people are being hurt by this, including uh, this woman who lost two sons. The My Pillow 2.0 has the same patented adjustable fill of the original My Pillow, but now includes exclusive fabric made with temperature regulating threads. Right now, there's a buy one, get one free offer with the promo code Clay and Buck. MyPillow 2.0, 100% made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. You can go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square to get this buy one, get one free offer on the MyPillow 2.0. Enter the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800 792 3269 to get your MyPillow 2.0 today. Again, 
That is go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Clay and Buck. You can get hooked up today with your brand new, all new MyPillow 2.0. You're going to love it. We love it here in the Travis household. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton show. You know, Buck at OutKick, one of our good writers, Joe Kinsey, does a woke back at bracket challenge every March. Obviously, NCAA tournament season coming up in earnest. A lot of you out there will be filling out your own brackets at work and in your families and everything else. And last year's winner of the woke bracket challenge was Keith Olbermann. And a lot of you will remember Keith Olbermann initially was a sports center anchor. And then he moved over to MSNBC, and he was MSNBC's like straw that stirs the drink. He was the primary employee at MSNBC on Countdown for some time, right? He was the tentpole. He was yeah. the mentor of uh, Rachel Maddow, which now that she's making $30 million a year to show up twice a month or whatever is pretty remarkable when you think about it. Uh, I just, Clay, if I asked you, what is the best thing that Ben Affleck has ever done professionally? What what comes to mind for you? Like right away, what's the best thing? Meaning oh, the, Goodwill Hunting, probably. See, okay, maybe that's of the movies. That's certainly on the list. Have you seen his SNL impression of Keith no. Olbermann? Is it really You're good? kidding me. No, I've it, never okay, seen it. Okay, we have to get some of this audio. Those of you who know out there, you know. He's talking about his cat, Miss Precious Perfect, and the condo board, not, I mean, it is amazing. And it was on SNL and it was Ben Affleck pretending to be Keith Olbermann, throwing a hissy fit on TV with his pseudo Shakespearean prose. And it is amazing. So we'll no, have to I'd find to watch that. this out. I mean, I used to wake up every morning and as I was eating breakfast, getting ready to go to school, I would put on Sports Center with Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick. And those guys were probably the most iconic duo to ever do a sports program. And Dan Patrick obviously still does radio. He's had a very successful sports career. Totally normal guy. Olbermann has never gotten married. He is. I, he lives somewhere in New York City. He's obviously very wealthy, but he's isolated. And he's on Twitter all the time. And he'll come after you or me randomly. Uh, right, Buck? Although it's harder to find people coming after you randomly now on Twitter, the way it's constructed. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, I barely see any, like, real arguments or hate in general. Uh, but Keith Olbermann tweeted this yesterday. This isn't difficult about the Ron DeSantis and Walt Disney World battle down in Florida. This isn't difficult. Move all the irreplaceable items out of the current Disney World. Rebuild in the Carolinas or Puerto Rico. Then invite Ron DeSantis to Disney's Orlando facility and burn the place down while while he watches. All right, have you been to Disney World, Buck? I think I went when I was four or five. I don't have no memory okay. of it. I my family we went to Disney all the time. We would camp at the Fort Wilderness campgrounds like in the 1980s. I that was what my parents did with us on vacation. We would go to Disney World. I have been there many times. Disney World I, I this is I I'm assuming that Keith Olbermann has never been there because if you have ever been to Disney World, the idea that you could just pick up Disney World and relocate it somewhere 
is akin to saying, why don't we just move New York City to Idaho? It's, it's, it's like totally inconceivable that such a thing could happen. The idea that you would move it to Puerto Rico, where no one can get to, or that you would go to the Carolinas, where the weather's not good, uh, and you can't be open year-round, this is, to me, emblematic of what happens if you allow the woke virus to so take over your brain that you lose the ability to engage in in rational thought. You know, I, I know that uh, you had, when I was out, you had Josh Hawley on, Senator Hawley, to talk about banning social media use for kids under 16. And I don't know about whether the government should necessarily mandate that, but I do think increasingly that's a that's a good thing because of the um, the mental health challenges that it creates, or the mental health pathways, the ways that it yeah. affects the psychological um, psychological day to day of kids, but also uh, there's been some studies out, Clay, increasingly that show, and this is by self reporting, and it's among adolescents who haven't yet reached the point where they wouldn't tell you the truth because they don't want it to be associated with their politics. The more left wing you are, the more miserable you are. Yeah, there, there's actual data to back this up now. Uh, Matty Iglesias, who's a left wing writer, shared this in his uh, Substack recently that a bunch of left wing academics got together. And their whole thing was, why is it that among adolescents, the most miserable cohort, um, when you look at, and it was all the way from very conservative, conservative, moderate, liberal, very liberal, male, female, I think the ages were 16 to 18, something like that. And overwhelmingly, guess what? Very liberal females are the most miserable people when you control for, uh, for socioeconomic background, uh, race, everything. The more far left you are, the more miserable you are. And I think that that's something that we all, I, I see it in my life. I know that, you know, far left anchors making millions of dollars to try to laugh at this idea. But I think if you actually look at them, they are leading generally miserable lives. I think there's something really to this because of the victimization, the way of looking at the world. It's all about uh, oppression and, and power imbalance and racism and sexism. And that's got to be exhausting after a while. Yeah. And Buck, I, I know we make fun of the fact that you're younger than me. But I'm 43, you're 41, is that right? I'm about yes. to be 44 next month, so we're about three years apart. I do feel like, and I understand people of different ages have different ideas about what their generation represents. I feel like people around your and mine's age have a healthier relationship with social media. And I'm curious if you would buy this this thesis, because we mostly grew up without the internet. In 1980s, 1990s kids, and then the internet comes into your life, but it comes in when you've already kind of established yourself in some way what is normal, and you're not so old that you have no idea how the internet works, right? Like that you're just totally flummoxed and flustered by it, but you're old enough that you have a sense of what is real and what is not real. And what I worry about now for my own kids is they are so immersed in the social media universe in sort of that that AI-generated artificiality that I worry it distorts their ability to understand the difference between the physical and the, uh, you know, sort of ephemeral on the Internet. And that is why I think there's so much mental illness which is directly what we talked about i think one day when you were out i opened up the show talking about the fact that i believe the data is buck 
30% of teenage girls in the last year have thought about killing themselves. 30%. Well, Nearly well, one in every three teenage girls has thought, I wish I, I'm interested in killing myself. I mean, that is a that is a profound societal sickness. Yes, there's something deeply wrong. And and I mentioned this, and I wanted this was on this is from Science Direct. It is uh, in a peer published on a peer reviewed journal, the politics of depression. This was just published in December of 2022, so recently, the politics of depression, diverging trends in internalizing symptoms among U.S. adolescents by political beliefs, written by a bunch of presumably left-wing academics, and they're what they're saying is, hey, I think we need to figure out something here because even if you switch the genders around, by the way, the most uh, the most unhappy people in the 16 to 18 age group, and this is you know thousands thousands of people that this all this self-reporting that they did in this study are very liberal females. Yeah, but conservative females are happier. Then very liberal or liberal males, right? So even when you change it by gender, there is something in the political belief system of the left. Put us, put aside what we always talk about, which is their ideas don't work. It makes everybody less safe. It makes everybody more poor. It made all these things. It makes people miserable. And I, I really see this. I see this from, I mean, you, you look at, you know, I don't want to get too crazy here, but you know, you look at so many of the people that we work with and know on the right who are in this media game and, and they're really nice people. They really care about their families. They really try to hold it all together. You know, they, they, now look, these are huge generalizations. I don't know if people can, can try to pick them apart. The people that I see on the left who are on the absolute vanguard of their ideological system are generally miserable people. That's just what I see. I think, and this is such a big discussion. We could probably open up phone lines on this, uh, especially in the, as we move into the second hour, but to close out this first hour, I think one of the biggest challenges that we are dealing with in society in general. And I'm saying this as a man, so I could be completely wrong. In fact, I only want female callers to react to this. 800-282-2882. This could be, you might think I'm crazy on this. I think the reason why liberal women are so unhappy is because they are being sold on the idea that they can have everything. This girl boss, I'm going to dominate the world, the Beyonce, we rule the world. And the reality is... um. Women who are making decisions and saying, like, hey, I, I want to have a family, and I want to get married, I want to go to college, I want to have a career, but I also want to have a family. At some point, the frustration on the far left becomes, I was told that I could have everything. That's what they told me. I can have everything. And the balancing act to require you to be able to accomplish everything as a woman is different than you or me, Buck. Like, you, you just got married at 41. How much time did you spend thinking I've got to get married right now if I want to have kids? Probably not very much. Nope. And I, and I mean, I would even say I would add to. I think what you're saying is absolutely true. I think that young women across America need to hear this and need to know this. I think that conservative young women do know this, uh, which is why they have higher levels of happiness. They do understand. But I also think that they're being told. I saw this so much in New York City. You know, I, I had a, a bigger dosage of this. Then I think even Clay, you would, I mean, I know you went to GW and you're around a lot of libs and all that, but in, in Tennessee, I think you probably have more traditional gender roles culturally, you know, than you would in New York City, certainly in Manhattan. Women are being told to compete as men in a lot of capacities, not just in the workplace now, but in general, to live their lives socially as men, to date as men, to, to mirror all the habits and proclivities of the other gender. 
And I think it leads to, I think it leads to a lot of bad outcomes, including misery. That's, this is, you know, we're, we're taking on a big one today, but I, I got to say, this is what I see. And that's why I only want to hear again. from women, because we're two guys describing as we see it. The data reflects what you are saying. Why are women so much, uh, liberal women, so unhappy? Um, what do you think? What do women think about this and why it's occurring and why are conservative women happier? Like, what is going on Remember. here that this is occurring? Conservative women, and we're talking about younger people now, but let's say 18-year-olds, conservative women are happier than liberal men, though. So that's where the political ideology, so so it's not just a, a gender separation by politics. It's the most miserable people in the country tend to be leftists. Just put it out there. And I think there are reasons for this. It's good to know at least one company out there is helping families save money right now. Pure Talk is saving the average size family over $900 a year when they switch from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. That's great savings, right? $900 a year. And the second best part of all this is that everyone switching can still enjoy ultra-fast 5G service. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. And Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their service, they're backing it up with a 100% money-back guarantee. So instead of paying a small fortune to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile every month, Cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, which is my cell phone company. You also get the benefit of relying on a U.S.-based customer service team, and you're supporting a veteran-owned company that shares your values. Not to mention, you're covered with that money-back guarantee. So just dial pound 250. Say Clay and Buck, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250. Say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives with cool content, surprise guests. Get it all on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts you can look to precious metals for various reasons one having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan two diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Stirring the pot a little bit here on Clay and Buck today. We've put out there, hey look, I backed it up with hashtag science from a sciency paper with data and Clay is, is he's leaning into it here. Um, what do we think about left-wing ideology making Look, it's not obviously some of you are going to say, oh, but I know somebody who's she's like a, you know, a, a, a vegan hippie, Bernie Sanders loving, and she's the nicest person ever. We're always talking about in the aggregate here and by the numbers. There's obviously going to be exceptions. There are going to be incredibly kind people of all kinds of political ideologies who are living fulfilling lives. That said, liberalism makes you miserable. Let's get to <laughs> Susie, who is an educator in Tennessee. She's got a teenage daughter. Susie, thanks for calling in. Hi, thanks for taking my call. What do you think about so this? I, why is it why is it occurring? I agree that women are miserable because society has made it so they have to have it have everything. They they have everything. I'm sorry, I'm nervous. So I was working in corporate world, left to be a stay at home mom, sacrificed a salary, a lifestyle, went back into the corporate world after my children were in middle school. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I would not leave my children all day and then for trips and then nobody was there to take care of my household or my kids or my husband. Right. So I became an educator. I got my master's degree, a teaching degree. I was in the schools, perfect balance. I thought I was with my kids. I was nurturing children, but um, still I could have everything. I could afford everything. But I wasn't there for my kids, and I was not happy. And my fellow teachers, I worked, I'm a middle-aged person. I worked with a lot of young teachers who were having their babies and giving them to daycare and going straight back to work without, a, without skipping a beat. And they're miserable. They're miserable. Yeah. Do you think, Susie, that women are being told that they shouldn't be happy being moms, even if you're highly educated and everything else? And there's a oh. insecurity about just being a mom. And so people are trying to have both worlds, even if it's making them less happy. I think there personally, there is insecurity. I had a lot of um, pushback when I left the corporate world to take care of my children. I have an Ivy League degree. I was told I was wasting it um, to, yep. to raise my children. Um, I struggled with that, but I knew in my heart that my children needed me. My baby needed me needed to smell me, not a daycare worker. Yeah. And um and when Susie, I Susie, we, we school, hear you and I thank you so kids. much for, for sharing your, your perspective on this. Um, you know, Clay, uh I, I often think about this. My mom gave up her career to take care of four kids. She was working as we know from the Ralph Macchio commercial that was on and she decided she yeah. was gonna stay home and take care of four children, of which I was one. I think that was one of the biggest advantages that I had uh growing up. Two parents who stayed married and having a mom who was focused on the kids. That's just my belief, but I think it was a big advantage. I So my mom 
went back to work when my sister and I were in school, but she was home when we were young. And I will tell you this, when we, so we didn't have enough money when we had started having kids, like a lot of people out there. Uh, so we had both parents working, myself and my wife. When my when when I was making enough money that she didn't have to work anymore and could stay home, and that was by the time we were having our uh, by the time we had our second one, like a year old or so, our life got a billion percent better. I can't speak for everybody out there, but not having to have both parents working all the time made our home life a billion percent better. And you can look around and you can say, hey. Maybe some of these couples that came before us, maybe they actually weren't horrible, sexist troglodytes. Maybe they just recognized that if you were going to have kids, having one parent at home with the kids makes an awful lot of sense. Gender roles that existed for thousands of years before the progressives came along seems crazy. Since 9-11, the Tunnel the Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel the Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.